0: Without further ado, it gives me great pleasure to welcome Professor Marcus de Soto. Thank you. you. When uh, David Beckham moved to Real Madrid, there was a lot of speculation in the British media about why he'd chosen this number 23 shirt to play in. All the newspapers had their own different theory about it. The most popular theory was the Michael Jordan theory, Uh, This was the fact that uh, Real Madrid wanted to try and break into the American market, because in America, uh, they've never heard of football. They know about things like basketball and baseball. And they thought, okay, we want to try and sell some football shirts um, in America. So they thought, okay, who's the most famous basketball player in the world? And they came up with Michael Jordan, who used to wear the number 23 shirt. So the newspapers speculated that Real Madrid were just putting a 23 on the back of their football shirts, hoping that all these Americans would go and buy it, thinking it's actually a basketball shirt instead and Real Madrid will become even richer than they already are. Others said, no, far too cynical. Actually, there may be a much more sinister reason, uh, perhaps a bad reason why Beckham chose the 23. Because if any of you know your history, you might remember that Julius Caesar, the Roman Emperor, was in fact assassinated by being stabbed 23 times in the back. So some of the newspapers said, very bad idea for Beckham to put 23 on the back of his back. Um, But being a math nerd, as soon as I saw this number, I said, oh, it's a really interesting number, uh, because it's a prime number. Now, does anybody know what a prime number is? Who knows what a prime number is? Yeah, what's a prime number? A a number which only has factors 1 and itself, so 23 is prime, because you can't divide it. And um, I just wrote a book all about these prime numbers about the same time as Beckham's move to Real Madrid. Um, It's called The Music of the Primes. And my publisher let me choose all my favourite primes to put on the front cover of my book. So I live at number 53, a prime number house, um, I live up in London which is why I was a bit late because the bus up the M40 was a bit slow. Um, but my local bus in London um, is the number 73 bus. I only take prime number buses. Um, and my local football team that I support is Arsenal Football Club. Uh, so I'm, yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. More boos there than there are. But I'm a very happy man. If there are any Liverpool fans in the uh, house then... Uh, yes, very good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, how about any Spurs fans? Any Spurs fans? A few Spurs fans. All right. Well, the reason I put the 23 on the front cover of my book is because uh, we just stolen Sol Campbell, uh, Spurs' best player, to Arsenal, and he wore the 23 shirt. So to rub it into all my Spurs mates um, that we just stolen their best player, I put this 23 Arsenal football shirt on the front cover of my book. And um, all the media saw this and said, "Oh, look! This guy should be able to explain why Beckham chose the number 23 shirt." So I got asked onto various radio stations to explain my theory about Beckham's choice. Uh, I think it must be the first time that higher mathematics has ever been talked on talk sport radio, which I regard as a real coup. Um, anyway, on the way to the radio station, I, I thought oh, I'd better come up with a theory. You know, Why did he choose the number 23, a prime number? So I started to think, well, what's important about prime numbers for me as a mathematician? Well, these prime numbers are literally the building blocks of my subject. They're the building blocks of mathematics. If you take a number like 105, is that a prime number? No. no what's it divisible by? 5. five yeah, it ends in 5. So I divide by 5, I get down to 21 times 5. So is 21 prime? No, it's divisible by 3 and 7. But once I've got down to dividing it's 3, 5 and 7, I can't divide these any further, can I? They're indivisible numbers. They're the primes which built that number 105. So however large a number it is, either it's already indivisible or you can keep on dividing, 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 until you get down to the indivisible thing, the numbers which build that number. So I call the primes the atoms of arithmetic. They're a bit like, you, you may be doing chemistry at the moment, where you learn about something called the periodic table, which has all the atoms from which you can build the molecules in the universe. So uh, water is made out of two hydrogen atoms and an oxygen atom. Well, for me, these primes two, three, five, seven, they're a little bit like the hydrogen, helium, lithium of the world of mathematics. They're my building blocks. Well, I started to look at Real Madrid's football team, and it's clear they know this fact that primes are building blocks. They clearly had a mathematician on the bench at that time, because all the Galacticos, all the key players in Real Madrid, at that time, they were all playing in prime number shirts. You had Carlos, number three, the building block of the defence. Zidane, number five, building block of the, num- the, the midfield. Uh, Z- uh, Raoul was in number seven, Ronaldo at the time, number 11, all prime numbers. So Beckham comes along, clearly a Galacticos, a building block of the midfield. So they gave him the number 23 shirt, a prime number shirt. So that was my theory at least, the beginning of my theory. And I can actually talk about prime number shirts from some experience, because I also played for a football team out in East London, uh, we called Recreativo Hackney. Unfortunately, um, our team isn't big enough to have 23 players, so we don't have a 23 shirt. Uh, But I play in the number 5 shirt, which is a very nice prime number, something called a Fermat Prime. But unfortunately, our prime didn't do too well for us. This is our first season in the Super Sunday League Division 2, which we play in. Uh, If you look for Recreativo, um, we're somewhere, yes, we're right down there at the bottom. Um, But don't worry, this is the lowest division in London, so the only way was up from here. Um, but if you look in the goals uh, four, we scored 25 goals, and one of those is my goal, which I'm very proud of. Um, but unfortunately, if you look at the goals again, 64 goals scored against us, and uh, one of those is also my goal, um, which I'm not so proud of. Uh, own goal. Um, anyway, so uh, I began to think about this theory. You know we had to do something to try and lift ourselves from the bottom of the division. So I started to think, maybe there's more to this uh, prime number shirts than, uh, than I thought. If it's working for Real Madrid, maybe it'll work for us as well. So I started to think, what are the properties of primes that might be important for a footballer? So what I want to do is to take you through a little bit of uh, some of the interesting properties of primes and how they might relate to important things about football. Now I've actually laid out the numbers from 1 to 100 up here and I want to get a, a few volunteers to just come up and uh, try and find the primes for Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, you can come up as well. I need quite a few, so do you want to come up as well? Um, Alright, yeah, keep coming, keep coming. Yes, yes, this whole row, the whole row can come up. Okay, what I want you to do is to turn over the numbers which you think are not prime. Okay, so that's the easy end. Look, they're all gathering down this easy end. Somebody try the hard end up here. Excellent, very good. Okay, so I've actually laid them out. You can have a look here and try and think which ones are prime, which ones are not prime. I've laid them out very nicely so that all the even numbers are along the top. So they're turning all of those over, except, of course, for one. Uh, They left two. Two is the only even prime number. Now, interestingly, they've left one turned up as a prime number. Now, who thinks that one is a prime number and should be left uh, unturned? Who thinks it's a prime number? They do. None of you? Who thinks it's not a prime number? Lots of you. Who isn't too sure? That's all right, it's all right not to be too sure. We're not sure about a lot of things in maths. Um, Okay. well, actually, you're all right. Because, well, 1 isn't divisible by anything, is it? I can't divide it, so it should be prime. But what can I build with this? Remember, primes are building blocks. You build new numbers using primes. If I multiply by 1, I get nothing new. So if this is an atom, it's a bit like the vacuum. It's like nothing. So so actually, in the 20th century, 21st century, we say that one is not a prime. Now your teachers might tell you it's because it has only one divisor, not two. But that's just a technical way of getting around the fact. It's actually because it's not a good building block. OK, there's a real conference going on over here. Um, OK, do you think you found them all? OK, back down you go. Let me see how well you've done. Okay, now I think they've done pretty well up here, actually. Um, There's an interesting interesting way, actually, to sort out the primes, uh, which the ancient Greeks came up with, called the sieve of Eratosthenes. If I take the prime, the next prime after two is three. If I count every third number along, it's in the three times table. So it's a very automatic way. I could just knock out every third number and knock out all the numbers which are divisible by three by doing that. Now, I think you've actually knocked out all the numbers divisible by three here. Um, but here's a clever way to um, work out whether a number is divisible by three. Think of your telephone number. Okay? Each think of your telephone number. Is that divisible by three? That's well, a huge number. You don't want to do the division. What you can do is just add up all the digits in your telephone number. Okay, just add all the numbers up that are in your telephone number, add them together. It'll make the number much smaller. Don't use the 01865 or something like that. Just use the, well you can if you want. Once you've done that, that number is much smaller. Okay, now is that number divisible by three? How many people have got a number now which is divisible by three? Should be about a third of you. Eh, that's not too bad. That means that your telephone number, the larger number, is divisible by three. It's a very cute way to get whether a number is divisible by three or not. Just add up all the digits. If it's still too large, add those up together. Um, So for example, we could knock out, um, uh, they turned over 57. 57 is divisible by three, because if I add five and seven, I get 12. Well, that's divisible by three, which means 57 is divisible by three. So that's quite a cute way to knock those out. Now, there are some interesting primes here. Um, Some are very close together. 41, let me show you all the primes here, just oh no, i not go because I'm going to ask you a question. Um, 41 and 43, they're the closest two prime numbers can be together, except for two and three, because the number in the middle is even. So we call these twin primes. They're very special primes. Um, uh, Have we got any twins here? Any twins? Excellent, some twins, excellent. So you can choose, perhaps you can choose some of these twins. as your. Because I I have two twin daughters. I have two twin daughters, and um, I wanted to call them 41 and 43. But unfortunately, my my wife wouldn't let me. So um, they're my secret names for my two twin girls, 41 and 43. Now, there is an interesting number up here. They left 91. Who thinks 91 is a prime? This row here thinks it is, because they left it. Who thinks this is prime? You all think it's not prime. Okay, what's it divisible by? Seven. seven. It's divisible by seven. But we don't learn our seven times table up to 13. It's seven times 13. So this one often catches people out. So I can turn them all over now. And so we've got all the primes. You have 25 primes here, all the way up to 100. Excellent. Now, one special thing about primes, that the ancient Greeks and also the ancient Chinese used to think that primes Uh, that numbers were either girl numbers or boy numbers. Um, So the ancient Greeks thought, uh, well, what do you think? Do you think that odd numbers, do you think they're boys or do you think they're girls? Who thinks that odd numbers should be boy numbers? Male numbers? Okay, odd numbers male. Who thinks that odd numbers should be female numbers? Because those girls are really odd down here. Uh, Okay, who's not sure? Most of you seem to be not sure, which is fine. Okay, well, actually... The ancient Greeks uh, used to think that um, the odd numbers were male and the even numbers, which somehow were perfectly divided into two equal piles, that they were the female numbers. But the ancient Chinese, they went even further. They believed the odd numbers, that some of them were really macho numbers. And they used to think that they're mas- really masculine prime numbers were the prime numbers. Because even if 15 is an odd number, there's still a nice way to divide the stones into a nice rectangle with three rows of five. But if you take a prime number of stones, there's absolutely no way to divide it such that it's uh, a nice rectangle. So they used to think that these were kind of the macho numbers. So maybe the reason that Beckham chose uh, a prime number to play in is that he wanted to beef up his macho character when he was going to Spain to play for Real Madrid. Now, another important thing to, do to in football is communication. If you talk when you're playing football and tell people where you are, what to do and things, it often wins you the game. So, communication is key. And In fact, mathematics has always been considered as a kind of universal language. That if we were to meet aliens that, uh, well, obviously they wouldn't speak English, uh, they wouldn't speak any of the languages on our Earth, um, but uh, how would they communicate? Well, most, uh, I I don't know whether any of you read science fiction novels, but very often, or science fiction movies, they very often use mathematics as a way of communicating. Because if there was a Christmas lecture somewhere on uh, the planet uh, out in the star constellation Vega or something, then they'll be still talking about these prime numbers as the primes, uh, the building blocks of maths. However, using maths to communicate can be difficult. Here are five prime numbers... Written in different scripts from around the world. Now, I'm going to try and get you to sort it and see whether you can guess what these prime numbers are. In fact, I'm going to run a little competition uh, because I've got a few more games after this as well that I'm going to get you to play. So I'm going to get you to divide you up into two teams, okay? So the teams are going to run along here, okay? So this is your team. You can squeeze a little bit that way. And this is your team here, okay? So let's. um I need an ape. What's uh what's your favorite football team here? Well, you want Man City? Yeah. Okay, this team here is Man City. Yeah. If you can get those up. This this one up. Oh great. Oxford United over here. Now, clearly, being an Arsenal fan, I'm going to make sure that Oxford United win, because I hate Man City, because they stole Adabaior and uh, uh, and, uh, uh, our defender is on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so now I'm going to get you to uh, make a guess, or perhaps work out what these uh, prime numbers are. Okay. Oh my gosh, they're already off here, um, but I'm going to get, yeah, okay, Man City, you can go first, right? Right, you're down here. What do you think the first number is? Ah, oh, you, th- you want the later one. Okay, I'm asking you the first number. What do you think that first number is? It's a prime number. Seven, okay, good. Now, where do I put my pen here? Okay, so uh, Mancini thinks the first one's seven. I'm gonna give three points if you get it spot on, and one point for the nearest, okay? So what do you think it is? 11. okay, that's prime number, excellent. Right, so Oxford United think it's 11. Okay, Oxford, what do you think the second one is? Yeah. 23, okay. And Man City, what do you think the second one is? Four. 23? 5! Five. Okay, five. They think, they think it's they think it's two plus three back there. I heard five. Okay, Man City, what do you think the next one is? The third one? 17, they think it is. Okay? Man City thinks it's 17. What do you think it is? 23, you think I'm obsessed with 23? make good, good mathematicians okay uh, Oxford United what about this one five okay and uh, man City 23 oh mathematics mathematics is all about spotting patterns but okay man City last one and Oxford. Okay, Shh. Okay, let me reveal what these numbers are. They're all written by different cultures around the world. Now, if you speak Hebrew, then you'll be able to do the first one. The first one is actually the Hebrew alphabet, um, and it is the number 13, because these uh, letters, this is, uh, the alphabet comes from the word bet. Alifet is the first two letters of the Hebrew alphabet. Okay. Sorry, that probably blew the camera out. Uh, uh, um, okay, so the third letter of the Hebrew alphabet is Gimel, which is that first letter there. And the second letter there is Yud, which is the tenth letter. So you add three and ten to get thirteen. And in fact, this is, um, you, you may know that uh, Madonna does this thing called Kabbalah. Kabbalah is about um, changing words into numbers and then spotting patterns between the numbers to make strange mystical connections between the words. And so this is a thing that is done in Judaism, is to change words into numbers and find strange connections. Um, So that's a a, a sort of nice little code between the numbers and the letters. Okay, um, so the closest there was Oxford United with 11, so you get one point, Oxford United. Okay, uh, second one. Uh, was actually, the, 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 for Chinese, now, uh, do, do you come, wh- where, where do you come from? From China, okay, so they were cheating because they knew about this one because they shouted out immediately uh, 23. Um, this actually, uh, and you also said 23. I know I was uh, being a bit unfair on you because I chose the person out there was saying five. Um, but, um, but I told you I was gonna, I, I didn't like Man City, so that was your choice as well. Um, okay, so that cross there is actually the symbol for 10. Um, So it's two lots of ten um, and a three. And in fact, they didn't have, the Chinese hadn't developed a sort of place value system. So they had to say, they had symbols for all the different tens, hundreds, thousands, and you would have to say two lots of thousands plus uh, this. So it's a very inefficient way of writing numbers, actually. Now the next one, does anyone know where the Mayans come from? Where are the Mayans from? From where? South America. Yeah, exactly. They're from Guatemala. Or Mexico uh, and so oh yeah let me get a points so uh, that's three points for the Chinese uh, 23 there um, so the, the, this is uh, actually quite an interesting you might have been able to work this one out perhaps you were working it out uh, you think about how um, if you're in prison and you're counting off the days when you're in prison, what you do is you go one, two, three, four, and then the lines are getting a little bit too many, you can't quite see how many there are, so when you do five, you cross it out. Well, the Mayans did the same thing. What they did, a very simple way of writing numbers, you represent the numbers by the number of dots. That's three, that's four, but four dots are starting to get a bit confusing, so what they did was to draw a line through the four to make five. So each of the bars there is a five, so we've got five, 10, 15, 16, 17. So this is number 17. So um, Man City, you get three points. Well done, and I think that was you lot down there. Um, actually, this is interesting, because when they got to 20, they then started counting in 20s, because you you've got symbols all the way up to 20. So when they got to 19, they got four bars. They would just start a new column. So actually, they worked base 20. Um, and of course, you know the reason we work with base 10, we have numbers up to 10. Uh, 0 to 9, is because we have 10 fingers. That's why we're obsessed with decimal. Um, the ancient Babylonians, for example, they used base 60, which is why we have 60 minutes in the hour. They had symbols all the way up to 59. The Simpsons, what base would the Simpsons work in? <laughs> base 8, because they got eight fingers. Okay? So it depends on your anatomy a little bit, how you write your numbers. OK, this one is Egyptian hieroglyphics. They were like the Chinese, where they had different symbols for each of the different um, uh, sort of units. So this is actually a really huge one, not 23 as you all thought, um, but this is a little frog and a, and a kind of rope or something. Uh, so this is uh, 200,201, which is a prime number. So who was the closest? Austin United with 23. Oh, no, no, fr- no, actually Man City with 23. So you get a point there. So you're equal at the moment. And this last one is actually an Ethiopian two. If you turn on your head, it looks like 1,001, but actually that's not prime, so it's two. And the closest one is Oxford United with three. Okay, So after that round, Oxford United are hit with one point. Okay, But there's plenty still to play for. So you can see, actually, mathematics, although it is a universe, although these primes would be the same primes wherever you're, you are in the world or in the universe, actually the way we write our mathematics is quite culturally specific. And the, way, the sort of mathematics we talk about depends on your culture and your history. Okay, now, being unpredictable. That's a really important thing when you're playing football. You want to send somebody the wrong way, so they think you're going that way, and you go another way. And I'm going to play a little game with you, it's called Prime Number Hopscotch, which uses the fact that the primes, when you look at a list of primes, um, they look incredibly unpredictable. It's very hard to work out where the next prime will be. Um, So I'm going to play this hopscotch game. I'm going to play it twice. So first of all, I need two volunteers from uh, Man City, and, and Oxford United, so yeah. Um, this race seems to be very, I, 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 let, let's have some uh, people from the back there. Yeah, you come up. Okay, and bring a mate with you. Oh yeah, you wanna come up? Okay, we'll have these two here, excellent. And Man City? Who would like to come from Man City? I, I'll, I'll put you in a moment. Okay, you two come up, yeah. Excellent. Now, perhaps I should do it like Darren Brown. Darren Brown shoots frisbees out into the audience to choose his people. But, uh, uh, okay, you can start because you're behind at the moment. So let me explain the rules of the game, okay? What are the rules of the game? This monkey, my football monkey, that I bought in China when I was visiting, he only likes to be on prime numbers. Okay, so I've got prime numbers all the way here. He only likes to be on prime numbers. But he can only jump a maximum of five numbers ahead. Okay, and you're going to take it in turns, and the person who can't move the monkey because there are no primes to jump to will lose, okay? So you get to go first, you go all the way down there, and you're starting at zero. So you can move the monkey a maximum of five jumps ahead, but it must jump on a prime number. Okay, down you go. <laughs> you're, you're doing the, Okay, just go down there and I'll, I'll, I'll help you out, okay? What you have to do, the monkey has to jump on a prime number, okay? It can only jump a maximum of five numbers uh, ahead at one time. So so it can jump on one, two, three, four, or five. But it's got to jump on a prime number. So the only choices you've got are two, three, and five. Those are the only ones you can reach. You can place it on one of those prime numbers, exactly. Excellent. So he's chosen five. OK, so now Oxford, you're taking over. So let's jump him over to five. OK, now you can jump a maximum of five numbers ahead, so the two from Oxford. Um, So where can you reach? You've got to hit a prime number, okay? So we've got 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Actually, there's only one prime number in there. So you've got to move the monkey to number 7. Okay? Now, Man City, you take over. So let's jump in on to 7. So Man City, can you reach uh, 11 or 13? Let's see. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Actually, no, you can only reach 11. So you want to move the monkey on to 11. Okay? And as soon as they can't move, they're going to lose this game. So let's jump in on to 11. Oxford, you're next. So you have to go to 13. okay? Uh, Man City, have you got a choice? No, I don't think you can get to 19, so you've got to go to 17. And Oxford, you've got to go to 19. And then Man City, you got one, you can get to 23. Move moving on to 23. Now Oxford, can you go? No, you can't go, because 23, suddenly you've got five numbers in a row, none of which are prime. So unfortunately, you lose that time. And so do you think it was, uh, it was important what the first move was? Because everything got determined after that. So you, you made a very good first move by putting it on five. Um, but after that, it was all determined. So let, let's make it a bit more interesting by making the monkey jump a little further, OK? So you go back down to your seats. We'll get two more up. Um, so uh, let's put him back there. Now, uh, so Man City got three points for that. So Man City are in the lead. Okay, let's have you two at the end. And you want to come up, and this guy, okay, excellent. This time, this time the monkey can jump seven steps ahead. So he's gonna get a little bit further, okay? And since uh, Man City won last time, and I gave them first choice, I'm gonna give Oxford first choice this time, okay? So off we go, you can get to, four primes now, two, three, so they're going to, what have you gone to, three, okay, so now Man City, your turn, now you can jump seven ahead, so you can get to, one, two, three, four, five, you can get to five or seven, so you're going to five, seven, okay, they've jumped to seven, okay, now I think you can reach both of these, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah, you can reach 11 and 13, so this is a twin prime, so suddenly the twin primes are going to become really important, because they're where you're going to be able to have some decisions, so you've gone to, 13. So Oxford have gone to 13. Man City? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, six. Yeah, you've got another twin prime, 17 and 19. So which one are you going to go for? 19. OK. Now you force, them, you force their move now, because they can only go to 23. So Oxford have gone to 23. Now this is the point where the game stopped before. But now we can jump 7. We're going to be able to reach 29. So I don't think you can get any further. So Man City, you jump to 29. And Oxford, your turn. Well, there's a big gap there, so you're only gonna to get to 31. Uh, Man City, 37, yeah, so hardly any primes there, so you have gotta move to 37. Okay, Oxford, now you've got a choice, because they're my twin daughters, 41 and 43. So, um, whoops, yeah. They've moved to 43, so they had a choice there. Okay, 43, Man City, have you got a choice? No, you can't get up past, so you've got to go to 47. So you jump to 47. Uh, Oxford was well, a big gap there. There's, hardly, there's only one prime um, in the sort of uh, 12 numbers there. So you've got to move to 53, my house uh, number. 53. Now, Man City, oh, I don't think you can quite reach 61. So you've got to go to 59. And Oxford, now, is anyone to see where the game is going to finish? Yeah, you have. Okay, they're building up to a crucial moment. Um, so Oxford, it's your go. Uh, you've got to go. Yeah, you you can't get to 67. So it's fit, yeah, uh, so you've got to 61. Uh, Man City, 67. Oh, oh, did they turn the 67 over? Oh, right. You you turn that one over. Touch, 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 touch. Okay, 67. I missed that one. Uh, 67. Okay, now Oxford. One, two, three, four, 5 six. Oh, you've got 71 or 73. A twin prime. Don't listen to this side. <laughs> 71. There's a, some 71, you're all happy with 71? Okay, 71. Okay? Now it's Man City's turn. You are gonna have to be forced to 73. Yeah. My my uh, London bus that I go on. And Oxford, you're all forcing on to 79. Man City, 83. Did they make the right decision? Oh, gosh, they turned 83 over as well. You turned 83 over as well. Gosh, you're all too zealous over there. Okay, 83. So, Man City gone to 83. Oxford. Oops. I'll get a tripped over yet. Oxford on to 89. And now, here's the point where there are uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 prime numbers. 7 numbers in a row, none of which are prime. So now Man City can't move, they can't get to 97, and so Os- oh, Oxford win the three points. So thank you very much, excellent, well done. So we get... so Oxford just in the lead. Now, who thinks in that game was the first move important? Yeah? Who thinks the first move is crucial? You win the game if you make the right first move. Who thinks it, it doesn't matter what the first move is, it matters much later on what happens. Put your hand up. Who's not sure? Which is all right, because we're not sure about a lot of things in maths. Um, actually, the first move is crucial, amazingly. Because if you think about it, where did the game end? It ends when the monkey, when you manage to get the monkey to 89, you can win that. But there was that crucial decision, and they made the right decision to go on 71 rather than 73. But it's the team who has the decision, if they're sitting on 67, they've got the choice and you can win the game from there. So actually the game finishes at 67. If you can get on to 67, you win. But how do you get on to 67? Well, actually there was an earlier point, if you're on 37, the decision about 41 or 43 was crucial. Okay? Because if you choose 41 or 43, you'll make sure you end up at 67. Now you can work this all the way back such that there's one first crucial move. And I think that um, Oxford actually didn't make that crucial move. But then um, Man City also made a, a, a crucial mistake. So two wrongs make a right. Negative times a negative is a plus. So it kind of works that way out in the end. But actually, you can win this game if you, if you make the right first move. And that's quite often true in a lot of games. Um, if you understand the mathematics behind the game, you can put yourself in a winning position. And this is one of those cases. OK, what if I made the monkey jump a lot further? What if I made him jump? hundred numbers. Do you think this game would end if there were a, it jumped a hundred numbers? Who thinks the game would not end if I let him jump a hundred numbers? Okay, yeah, a few of you. Who thinks it would end? Yeah? Because there'll suddenly be a hundred numbers, hundred numbers in a row with no primes, and who's not sure? Okay, that's all right. What if I made it a million? What if I let him jump a million numbers? Do you think the game would end then? No, maybe he keeps on seeing primes, because if you've got a million numbers, surely there's some primes in there. But actually, um, who thinks the primes go on forever? Because if there's a largest prime, the game will always stop there. Who thinks there's a largest prime? A few of you? Who thinks the primes go on forever? I think most of you must do, because you, know, you think that the game will go on forever. Well, yeah, the primes do go on forever, but interestingly, this game always stops. However large the the monkey can jump, if you fix that number, say a million jumps, there will always be a sequence of numbers, a million in a row, for example, none of which are prime. So you can try and think about that maybe later. Can you build, you know, just take 99, 99 numbers. Can you make 99 numbers in a row, none of which are prime? See if you can do that later. Okay, so what about, there are infinitely many primes. This was one of the first great discoveries about prime numbers made by the ancient Greeks, in particular this guy Euclid, who wrote, wrote, the, wrote the sort of most famous textbook of all time called Euclid's Elements, and he proved that the primes go on forever, uh, which is great, because if Real Madrid want to get bigger and bigger, they can get infinitely large. And uh, So how do they do this? Well, suppose somebody came along and said, oh, I think there are only finitely many primes. So suppose you thought that the only number of primes were two up to 43, Perhaps you thought that those are all the primes that are, and you can build every other number by multiplying combinations of these numbers together. How can I show you that you must have missed a prime? Well, what Euclid did is he multiplied all of these numbers together. So he did 2 times 3 times 5 times 7, all the way up to times 43. And then here was his act of genius. He added 1 to this number. Okay, is this a new number... Well, it's it's got to be divisible by primes, because every number is divisible by some prime. So which number is this divisible by? Well, it's it's not divisible by any of the primes in your list. Is it divisible by 2? No, because I get remainder 1. Is it divisible by 3? No, because I get remainder 1. The number has been built, so you always get remainder 1 when you divide by any of those primes. So either this new number is prime, or it's divisible by some primes which are not on your list. So you can always show that there are primes missing from your list. For example, take 2, 3, and 5. If we did this, we did 2 times 3 times 5. What's 2 times 3 times 5? 30. Add 1. 31. You've got a new prime number there. So maybe this is a good way of making primes. Well, actually, unfortunately not. If you take 2 times 3 times 5 times 7 times 11 times 13 and add 1 to that, that's not divisible by any of the primes up to 13, but it's not a prime number. It's actually divisible by two primes, which are bigger than 13. So it isn't a very good way of finding primes. Um, uh, so uh, this shows you, there's a beautiful proof, and this is what it's the power of mathematics. You can prove right, with 100% certainty that however far you go, you'll always find a prime number. Um, I, I saw this proof when I was a kid, and I was amazed by it. It's what turned me into a mathematician. I thought, that's amazing, that you can actually um, conceive of the infinite. I mean, you can never count infinitely many numbers, Um, But somehow, by using a small little bit of logic, you've actually managed to show that these primes go on forever. There are infinitely many of them. It's the amazing power of mathematics. But the trouble is, we don't know where to find them. And in fact, this is one of the biggest mysteries in the whole of mathematics. Where are these primes? So there are infinitely many of them. We should be able to find a pattern or something. This is the largest prime number we've discovered to date. Um, It's called a Mersenne prime. You have to multiply two together about 43 million times. So that's very divisible. And then you take one off that number, and then suddenly this becomes a prime number. Now, this prime number uh, was discovered, um, I think, last year. It has over th- uh, nearly 13 million digits. So if I said this, this is a huge number. I mean, if I said this number out aloud to you, digit at a time, it would probably take us two months to say the whole number out aloud. So uh, I, I won't, don't worry, I'm not going to do it for you. So we won't be here for, uh, until after Christmas. Um, uh, so, uh, but this actually, um, the person who discovered this prime he actually you won a prize of $100,000 because there was a prize for the first person who could find a prime number with more, more than 10 million digits. It's such a difficult thing to find these primes that they're offering money to try and find them. In fact, this wasn't some uh, you know, uh, professor of mathematics who discovered this. It was actually an amateur. I mean, it could be one of you. He, all he did was to download a piece of software that you can get off the internet at this um, site here, merzen.org and uh, how many of you got computers what are they doing now probably nothing probably stuck on Facebook or something like that well actually in their idle time when you're at school or you're doing something else what you can do my computer isn't doing much at the moment but it is in the background looking for these prime numbers by using this little bit of software and I might for every discovery of a prime number of this shape two to the power something minus one anybody who finds one will win three thousand dollars automatically if you find one with more than 100, uh, so that was 10 million digits, 100 million digits, there's a prize of, I think it's one, uh, one, 150,000 150, pounds, 150,000 pounds for the person who breaks the next uh, uh, the 100 million digit mark. So when you go back, just download this piece of software. It doesn't cost you anything other than the electricity bill. Um, uh, uh, to run this thing, and you might be, uh, anyone who discovers these numbers, they always make the front page of the Times. But this sort of shows, we don't understand these numbers, that this is the biggest one we so far discovered. Now the other important thing in football is survival. You don't want to, Arsenal are not doing very well at survival at the moment, most of our first team are actually injured. Um, Beckham got injured in the last World Cup, Um, he also got sent off in his first World Cup, Um, so survival is really important. And actually, survival is a very important part uh, that primes play in nature. Um, I'm going to play a little uh, game with you. Uh, it's, uh, it's a cicada game. So um, let's see. At the moment, Oxford oxy- are one point ahead. Let um, me find my cicadas in here. Great. So, I'm going to play a little game with a family of cicadas. And now, these cicadas appear periodically in the forest. Um, uh, they sort of hide underground, then, every certain number of years, they appear up into the ground, uh, and then they go to sleep again. So, um, in this first case, we're going to take cicadas um, which have a nine year life cycle. So, the cicadas are going to appear every nine years. But there's a predator that likes to try and eat the cicadas, and the predator will try and time its arrival to coincide with the cicadas. Now, in this case, we're going to take predator which appears every six years. Okay? Um, Now, uh, I'm going to flip a coin, okay, to see who does this first. All right? So, uh, Oxford, you can call. Um, If you get it right, uh, it's Man City who comes up and is the cicadas. Okay? So, uh, what do you want? Okay, it's tails. So, I I need uh, to. Six cicadas from here, please. Who would like to come and be a cicada? Okay, uh, somebody, yeah, the back there. Wait, right, excellent. Oh, now you suddenly all got shy. hands shot up and then they went down again. Um, okay, let's have you two there. Uh, let's say, you, you came up before, didn't you? Okay, anyone in the back who wants to come up? You want to come down? Go on, come down. Okay, I've got one, two. Okay, let's have you two. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get these people in the You did do that. <laughs> okay, I just need two more. Two more, I got them from here, okay? Excellent. Slightly dull cicadas, I'm sorry. Okay, now I need, who wants to be a predator? Okay, up you come. Oh god, i got this good. Okay, now this predator is appearing every six years. He's a poisonous wasp and he likes to eat these cicadas, okay? Up you come. So we're going to start them off. The, the numbers on the ground now are 100 years in the forest, okay? and we're going to see how many cicadas, you'll get a number of points for the number of cicadas that survive, okay, so come down here. Um, Okay, so we count along, Uh, the first year, uh, who appears first? Oh, well, the predator appears first, but there are no cicadas in that year, Um, so he goes hungry that year, and so he goes back down to sleep again. In year nine, all of the cicadas come up, so you'd like to come up and sort of hover around year nine. Okay, so in year nine, we have all the family of cicadas, There's no predator, so they all survive, so that's great. So they go back down to sleep again. Um, Then next time, uh, well, year 12, the predator comes out, still nothing to eat, he's getting really hungry. Um, But next time, year 18, the cicadas appear, but also the predator appears. So the predator gets to eat one of the cicadas. So you can choose one of these cicadas, okay? And you have a, a dramatic death. I'll give a prize for the person who does the most dramatic death. Okay, please, a death, please. That's miserable, miserable. Okay, all right, we've got one down, so you you crash down. All right, so we've now got five left. When's the next time that these cicadas and predator will meet? They keep going and then suddenly, yeah, year 36. So move down to 36, okay? So predator, move down. So in year 36, here we go, this is the next number which is divisible by nine and six. So then you get to choose another uh, pers- okay, dramatic death, let's see how I heard it. Oh, th- oh, that, was, that was very good. It did sound a bit like uh, a dying lamb, but um, never mind. Excellent. So we've got another cicada down. What's the next year that they meet? Fifty-four. Fifty-four, let's see. Yes, next number, which is divisible by nine and six, is fifty-four. So let's move them back here. Okay, so you get to choose another cicada. Who would you like to eat? This one here. Ah! Well, that's pretty good. All right, now we've got three left. When's the next time? 72. 72. OK, moving on to 72. We're wiping these cicadas out. So who would you like to kill now? OK. Oh, very graceful there. OK, we've got two left. Anyone going to survive? 90 is the next number divisible by 6 and 9. So who's going to survive and who are you going to eat? This one dies, a nice queen. This is the queen of the cicadas. And we just have one survivor. So let's give our survivor a round of applause. Well done. And thanks to our cicada, Okay, Excellent. So the trouble with that is nine is not a prime number, and it's not a good number for surviving. You see how they got wiped out in the forest? Um, Oh, low battery. Yeah. Hold on a minute. Right. That's the wonders of science, you see. Okay. So now, so there was only one survivor there. One survivor. Uh, where's my pen? So we only get one point for Oxford United, unfortunately. Yeah, the prize. You, you get the glory of having done a nice death. So the prize was kind of illusory. I'll give you a prime number surprise. Um, okay, let's try it now. We changed change the cicada's life cycle, and now we're going to let the cicada appear every seven years. So now the cicada is gonna appear more often. So it might be, if it appears more often, maybe it's gonna get wiped out even quicker. Let's have seven, six cicadas from this side. Who'd like to be a cicada? Uh, with, I think. That, yeah, yeah, come on, you, you three are quite keen. i uh, have got somebody here. Excellent, yeah, bring some friends. He wants to die, he's going to give us a good death. There you are, there's one cicada. You you want to be a predator? Okay, cicada, cicada, cicada. And I need uh, two more cicadas. Yeah, you want to come up? And uh, why, why don't you come up as well? You want to come up as well? right. go. I need one more. One more from here. Yeah, the teacher here. Okay, up you come. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to choose the predator back here because you didn't Okay, predator. Up you come. You haven't done anything. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, this guy also has it. So. You wanna choose your friends, is that why? Okay. So you're gonna appear every six years. Now I do I, I did actually, sorry, yeah. Blown you at the sound system again. Now, I did actually do this in a prison, and uh, the prison warder got very upset with me because I was starting to say, "Okay, which person would you like to kill now?" And uh, they were all living out their fantasy about uh, um, the people they really hated in the prison. So I haven't been invited back there. But um, anyway, so now we've got—you're uh, all very well behaved. So, um, so we've got six cicadas that are appearing every seven years now, and a predator which is appearing every six years. So, well, let's—when uh, is the first time they're going to meet? 42, that's the first time that the number will be divisible. Remember, it's a sixth time cycle. What happens is, the predator and the cicada in year, come, and, come down here, Your predators and cicadas. So, so they start off quite close. We get the predator in year six, the cicadas in year seven, but gradually they slip further and further away until eventually, at year 42, so this one here, um, they meet for the first time. So although they're appearing far more often, They actually don't meet the predator until year 42. So now you can choose one of them to kill off. This one here. Okay. Yeah, you wanted to do a dramatic death. Ah! That's superb. A round of applause. An Oscar for this uh, for the cicada death there. Okay. When's the next time they meet? When is the next time that they meet? 84. 84 is the next time they meet okay so let's take them up there okay let's move you up to 84 who would you like to kill off next time this guy here you, you, you want the girls to survive okay that's fine right, uh, right. Okay. well wow, they're pretty good I think that's uh, excellent so after a hundred years in the forest actually we have Four cicadas surviving for Man City, and so they get four points now. Okay, so let's give them a big round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Excellent. So let's uh, you get four points for Man City. In fact, there's a real life cicada. You're going to be meeting some insects later on. There's a real life cicada which has this life cycle. In fact, this cicada, which lives in the forest in North America, it, it, can, it survives underground for 17 years. It's almost like there was a competition between the predator and the cicada. So every 17 years, the cicada appears. And the only explanation for this prime number life cycle seems to be that there might have been a predator around. So, uh, so primes are the key to survival. I realised that my football team were doing so badly because too many of us were playing in non-prime number shirts. Um, so the next season, I decided that Real Madrid were obviously onto something. There was so much connection between primes and football that the next season I, we, I got my ch- team to change our kit. So we now look like Watford, and we all play in prime number shirts. Um, so this is—I play in the number 17 shirt. We play in. 2, 3, all the way up to um, 43. In fact, on YouTube, if you want to find, there's a movie that my football team made using our Prime Number shirts to show again why there are infinitely many uh, Prime Numbers. By changing to Prime Number shirts, it transformed our season. We came second in the league in that second season. We got promoted to the Super Sunday League Division 1, where unfortunately we learnt that primes they only last for one season, because we've been relegated again, and I'm now looking for a new theory. In fact, I developed this, uh, I'm trying to teach my team to solve quadratic equations. You do quadratic equations at school? In fact, that's what you're solving. Every time somebody works out where they need to stand in the box when a free kick is kicked in, Wayne Rooney, when he's calculating, he's calculating away and he's solving this quadratic equation on the front of this shirt to work out exactly where to stand. You thought Wayne Rooney was stupid, but in fact, he can solve quadratic equations while playing football. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed um, that maths and uh, football and you go away enjoying enjoy maths. Thank you very much, have a good Christmas.